We're mixing things up here on Bar Conversations with our Shots Edition, and we kick it all off with Ethan Lipton and his orchestra. They got a new album out on February 16th called Did You Do the Thing We Talked About? How did you all come up with the band name Ethan Lipton and his orchestra? I mean, were there any other ideas, or was it as simple as this is what we got? Uh, you know, I, I wish we had considered other ideas. Um, <laughs> but it happened very organically. You know, when I started performing my songs in public, I, I did it in New York after I'd moved here uh, in my late 20s. And um, I started performing at, like, little downtown variety shows. They weren't even open mics. They were kind of like there. you would get all these sort of um, interesting weirdo performers uh and I don't play any instruments. Uh, I always composed a cappella. You know, I, I sing a song until it's done. Uh, and uh, what I would do for these shows was I, I would sing a cappella, uh, you know, which always sounded like a terrible idea. And, and uh, audiences, you could tell they were nervous when I would do it because it's not like I'm a vocal acrobat. Um, but what I would do, you know, I have a background in theater, so I think I was sort of using some of those tools without really thinking about it. And I would sing, you know, I'd do like a two or three song set, and uh, um, I would sing and I would leave space for the band that I heard in my head. Uh, you know, and if, if I was singing a song out of time, that, that wouldn't seem like such a big deal, but sometimes I'd just be up there tapping my foot, you know, if, I, if I, uh, it, it was a song with time. And what started to happen is that uh, musicians would come up to me afterward and say, oh, you know, I could hear the arrangements, you know, that I was leaving space for. Uh, I was like, oh, that's really great. And I decided to use that idea. I would kind of activate the idea for audiences. So I'd sing one song and then I'd introduce myself. I'd say, hello, I'm Ethan Lipton and this is the Ethan Lipton Orchestra. And I was alone. There was, there was nobody on stage but I was sort of inviting other people to imagine an orchestra. Uh, and then, you know, slowly but surely, I started getting real musicians um, to play with me. And we just stuck with that title of Ethan Lipton and his orchestra. And that, that band uh, has been a band for, I think, 18-something years. I don't know exactly. It's me, an electric guitar player named Eben Levy, a sax player named Vito Dieterle, and a stand-up bass named a uh, uh, player named, named Ian Riggs. And we've just been Ethan Libanez Orchestra ever since. Well, and I, and I love this too, because you, you kind of talked about it, on it, how you kind of come up with the songs. Is it true that you write the songs and then the quartet kind of arranges them via, you know, some telepathy and, and Doritos? Is that the basic formula to get it all to work? <laughs> That's it. We're very snack focused. Um, so whatever has just been eaten or is going to be eaten, is always top of mind. Uh, and uh, I guess you could say that the snacks help us dial into each other. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's the same process it's always been. It's like I, I, I get up, it's, it's like more, more nerve wracking for me to sing for my band than it is for me to sing on a stage. Um, you know, because they all like kind of hang their heads and they're like, all right, let's hear it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and I'll start singing. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. And then, we have this, you know, everybody kind of plays a different role. My bass player is always hearing the chords, kind of zeroing in on that. My guitar player, he's always like racing off on some composition idea. And, uh, and the sax player is waiting, 
you know, for, for something solid for us all to, to kind of agree. And I know, you know, the song has a form uh, in my head and I know what feels right. And particularly as we played together all these years, you know, the best uh, uh, collaborations are when I leave space for them and they have great ideas. Um, and sometimes it'll take us, you know, days or weeks or months to iterate the right version of the song. Sometimes we get it like in, in an hour, you know, where everyone just kind of locks in. It's like, we all know what this song is. Um, but yeah, the, the snacks are crucial to the whole process. I mean, you can't go wrong with, with snacks. I mean, you know, sometimes you yeah. just need, need a good inspiration there. And, you know, I, I also read too, where, you know, obviously the pandemic was a tough time for a lot of folks and for, for y'all as a band, did you almost disband, but instead this album came to life? Is that kind of how it all played out? Yeah, I wouldn't say we were close to disbanding. I mean, we never had that conversation. And if we were going to do that, we would have a lot of conversations about it, I'm sure. But definitely, you know, we've always had space built into the band. Like we work on a project, a show, or a or an album. And then we have, you know, time and, and some space to go do other things. Um but the pandemic, that was just nothing but space, you know? And it was so much space that I think everybody, not just in the band, but everyone I know was having existential thoughts about, you know, what am I doing? Is this what I want to be doing? Um, do I know how to do this anymore? Does my life support this? All that stuff. And it was the first time in a long time where I'd been like, this is not um, a given. You know, I, I don't have to do this. None of us have to do it. Do we want to do it? And, you know, I had a, a, a kid like a month before the pandemic. So my orientation to the world changed. Um, and uh, it was hard. You know, we, we I don't know that we had grown apart, but I guess we had. You know, you, 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 we just weren't physically together. Hmm. We stayed in touch. But it was, I, I felt the space in a new way. And I was, I had to go down the road of like, do I really... Uh, want to keep doing this and the great thing about that question is if you ask it in a sincere way is hopefully you get a sincere answer and the answer was yes um, the answer was like we got we got songs that we've been playing that we've never recorded and, and I have a few more songs that I know that I need to write um, and and often as is the case with these things <clears throat> you dive deeper in and it gives you new energy uh, and it was, it's been a great experience for us. It was great to record. Um, and it's been great to sort of shepherd the album into being, uh, as a unit. Well, and like I said, the album drops on the 16th of February and if folks haven't listened to you, they're in for a treat because you, you kind of have an eclectic sound. You, you got some jazz, folk, blues, rock. Um, what can folks expect on the, on the album? Did you do the things we talked about? It really is, you know, it's, it, we, we, we touch on all of those sounds. Um, and, uh, you know, my sax player, obviously, he comes from a jazz background. My bass player was classically trained. My guitar player had a, like a funk and, and um, hip hop band for a long time. And, uh, and so we bring all of that together. And I, I grew up on troubadours, you know, mm. uh, Leonard Cohen, Willie Nelson, uh, Dylan, Randy Newman, uh, and then like, you know, Hoagie Carmichael gets in there and Mose Allison gets in there for me. Um, my first real album that I owned was a Donna Summer album. So, 
uh, I'm all over the place. And, and for us, we're not trying to do pastiche. You know, we're trying to like own it. Uh, and we may try a song in a way and we're like, you know, that, that doesn't feel like us. It kind of has to be us, whatever, whatever idiom it's coming through. Uh, and I would say, you know, my, my guitar player has said, and I, I agree that sort of everything we do has a little swing to it. Um, and because we don't have a drummer, which is like sort of a key to the whole thing, like listening is kind of a big deal. Everybody listening uh, and, and the way that um, everybody is kind of keeping time together is really sort of where our mind meld happens. Well, it, it's, it's, a, it's a cool album, and I think folks really need to, to give it a listen. And what else can folks expect from y'all in 2024? Any other fun things that, that are going to be happening? You know, we're, we're, we're having a new show coming up that we're really excited about um, at Alice Tully Hall at Lincoln Center, um, which is a really big venue. And we're going to do a show that is Ethan Lipton and his orchestra and their orchestra. Uh, we're, we're, we're playing with an actual orchestra, uh, which has been a dream of ours for a long time. Uh, we've got a great um, arranger, a guy named Giancarlo Volcano, who used to work with Hal Wilner, who's doing the arrangements. And we're going to amplify. You know, a lot of our songs are about everyday things. They're about really small things. They're often funny. Um, they're often involved kind of personas or characters. So we're psyched about being able to amplify that music about the everyday deal of getting by into a really big scale uh, with with orchestral arrangements and all that. So that, we're, that that's late June. Well, that sounds amazing. And Ethan, thank you for talking a little bit about the album and uh, your orchestra that, it was, that looks to be growing here at the end of the month. I appreciate the time, man. Appreciate what you do, Jonathan.